Welcome to the Collar and Elbow Podcast. We are ready, willing, and replayable. Mr. Vector. Mr. Eaton. It's good to talk once again tonight. We're going to talk about a little event called NXT TakeOver The End. Now, I didn't know what to make of this uh, this name when I first heard it. I was kind of fearful, to be honest, because I want it to keep going. I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the the it was it was explained to us in the intro of the show, which was kind of goofy. I thought I didn't. I don't know <laughs> what you thought of the name. Yeah, I still don't a hundred percent understand the, that. The end of the beginning of the end of the <laughs> words. But um, that's probably going to be my only complaint for this show. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into it and run the card down. First off, oh, yeah. the opening match, which was a pretty good opening match, I thought. We had Ty Dillinger, the Perfect Ten, whose character I'm really starting to like quite a bit. And, uh, what was his name? Uh, Andrade Cien Almos, who was yes. debuting. Now, uh, some background. Uh, Ty Dillinger, you've seen a couple of times by now if you've watched NXT. Uh, he's been in there for quite a while. Uh, Almas is a debuting wrestler who made his name in the uh, Mexican and, and Japanese independent circuits under the name La Sombra, who uh, actually at one point took the IWGP Intercontinental title off of Shinsuke Nakamura at one point. Ooh. So, uh, in, in some good matches. So, we got to see his first match, I think his first match without a mask, actually, um, as this new character against Ty Dillinger, who, if you're going to start out in NXT, he's as good to start out against as you, as you can get, I think, at least at the lower level of guys in NXT. So, um, what did you think of these, this character, this new character in the, this match? I didn't have this one didn't leave a lasting impression on me. I I thought it was okay, kind of um, nice opener, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't have a huge. It didn't leave a huge impression on me. Right, and I, I'm the same way. And when they have a debut like that, now you might have a, a main eventer guy come in like they did with uh, uh, Nakamura or even mm-hmm. Austin Aries and really have a showcase, I feel like, uh, even though I am, I have to admit, I'm not well-versed in the career of La Sombra slash uh, Andrade Almos, uh, but I like what I saw here. It wasn't anything mind-blowing, though. I feel yeah. like everything we saw, we've pretty well seen, except for the extremely non-PG finishing maneuver, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, for, for those of our listeners who maybe didn't see it or maybe don't, don't know what we're referencing. His finishing move, uh, Almos's finishing move, is a running, I don't know how you would, I know they sell it as double knees to the shoulders and like the head, but basically all it is is like the most violent like crotch assault <laughs> to someone's face. It's like a reverse stink face. It, it's uh, basically what it is, if if anybody remembers Rikishi from the 90s yeah. and the early 2000s. But it was um, it was an okay match. I mean, we'll see better from this guy, I'm sure. And it was not a bad match for Ty Dillinger, I thought. Um, overall, it, it opened the show. It's not supposed to be the best match of the night. 
And so I'm going to give it a a solid three. Nothing great, but nothing horrible. Yeah, same for me. Three. Now, were you interested at all in this character after this? Because this, this is one failing I thought that this match had, is that I didn't automatically want to see more Andrade Almos. Yeah. For me, it was about the same. Um, there was too many others from this um, this card that I was interested in to, to think about um, Andrade and see where he's going to go next. It didn't, he didn't leave a lasting impression on me. Um, which, so yeah, I, I, I wasn't that thrilled. Which when you're building a wrestling card, that's not a bad problem to have that you're so interested in all these other matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I feel like this match about how you felt about, uh, Aries's debut match against Baron Corbin. Uh, I remember that match. Yeah. It didn't really do a lot for you. This one didn't mm-hmm. re- really do a lot for me. It was solid, but it wasn't spectacular. It was just the curtain jerker, as they call it. It was the yeah. opener. So nothing great, nothing bad. Um, I'm sure we'll get better from him, and hopefully from Ty Dillinger, too, because he's he's kind of developed into this sort of solid, I like the perfect 10 character. I just do. Yeah. And so I look forward to more from both of them and, and hopefully better matches and more time. Yeah. Okay. So that leads us to the next match, which was one of my candidates for match of the night. And that is the champions, uh, tag team champions, American Alpha, uh, whose entrance music you heard in our opening, uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable against the Revival, uh, Dash and Dawson. So... We know the background of these characters. We know of the feud. We know that American Alpha won the titles at the last takeover that we reviewed, uh, which would be TakeOver Dallas uh, during WrestleMania weekend. And this is really, I think think this is their first title defense, if not maybe their second. But it's the rematch that the the Revival gets. So knowing both of these characters, do you think not – not having to have that gap of I don't know this guy, I don't know this guy helped you in this match or did you like it? Did you dislike it? What did you what did you feel about this match and then we'll get into what I thought because as I told you while we were talking it I have very strong opinions about this match. Yeah, and that's what I want to get to because I love hearing strong opinions from the king of strong style podcasting, Chris Eaton. <laughs> um yeah, it definitely helped to have experience and background you know, versus going in cold. Um, I liked what I saw from American Alpha, um, just like I did last time I watched them, and, and it helped my enjoyment of the match as well. So I was um, I was right there with the crowd, you know, chanting, this is awesome. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I want to hear the, the strong opinions of Mr. <laughs> e. Um, I think this is the best first five or six minutes of any match of the night. Yeah. The speed, the intensity of it are excellent, I think. The um the crowd was way into it. Yeah, and actually exactly what you just said, uh we're going to get into it in a little bit, but that's what I wanted from the Nakamura match and I didn't get that in the first 5 6 minutes, but we'll we'll get to that I, I'll later. I agree with you. And yeah. uh so yeah, the crowd was really into it the whole time. I think that the, the they gave them both teams enough time to really shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I have, at first, when I saw the end, I kind of had an issue with the way the match ended. With uh, spoilers, if you haven't watched TakeOver, pause this, watch the match. Uh, the Revival regaining the tag championships, becoming the first ever two-time NXT tag champions. Um, but the more I thought about it, there's a WWE brand split coming up in July, which we'll do a special show on. Um, I think we're going to see American Alpha very soon on Raw or SmackDown. Ooh. And I, I think they're ready. And this this match, to me, showed that they're really functioning at another level. Yeah. And so uh, I, I loved this match. It, it is a candidate of, for match of the night for me. And I, I just love both these teams, especially um, though American Alpha. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This was one of my favorites of the night, and the um, intensity in the um, match was something that I really got got into, got behind, and I just wanted to see more um, by the end of the match. One spot I really wanted to point out was the, and I know they do it pretty much every match, but it's just really impressive, the drop kick into a German suplex. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. The Shatter Machine is really cool, too, the finishing move that the Revival hit. Now, oh yeah. Uh, the match itself, we'll talk about the end of the match here in a second, but the match itself, I'm going to give a solid four. I agree. I will go four as well. Awesome. Now, end of the match. Uh, some very extremely large men come in. They proceed to take the former champions now apart. And uh, I don't know who these men are. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think there's some developmental talent that WWE signed. They're not from the Indies as far as I know. Uh, but what was cool is the guy who comes out on the ramp to watch the carnage. Now, I don't know how well you remember who this is, but I definitely do from the 80s and early 90s. That's uh, Precious Paul Ellering, the former manager of the Legion of Doom, also known as the Road Warriors. Yeah. And it's it's going to be interesting. He's he's a great mouthpiece, probably second to Paul Heyman, I would think. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what it is they actually do as a tag team. Because it's always good, you know, we've kind of gotten to know the tag teams that are on NXT, the pretty much two that there are. So it's good that they bring somebody else in. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm interested. That got me interested to see where this goes. Um but I do think this might be the last time, if not one of the last times, we see uh, American Alpha in NXT. I think they're coming up to the main roster. Oh, yeah. I Now that you say that, I think that is definitely what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I do as well. So um, with that, it set a really good pace. It set kind of a high bar for the next match, which if you're going to have a high bar set, these men are good people to have set that bar for. Yeah. You have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura against Austin Aries. Now, you've been on record as not being a huge fan so far of Austin Aries. I want to know, did this match do anything for you to change that? It did not. Um, going into it, Nakamura, um, as your enjoyment of Nakamura, or your fandom <laughs> has been infectious, that was what I was interested in and the entire match, that's kind of where my interest stayed. Um, Austin Aries did not do anything to change my mind or leave a mark on, on me, uh, especially 
wrestling my current favorite wrestler. <laughs> I think that uh, if 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 this match didn't do it for you, then you're just not an Aries fan, which is fine. I just I I thought this match was really solid, uh, really good match. Not as good as the match that he had at Dallas against Sami yeah. Zayn. I thought that was really just off the charts. Yeah. But uh, still, nonetheless, a really good match. Some great spots in here. They actually stole a spot from a Japanese match that happened recently between uh, two wrestlers, Ricochet, who's from America, and Will Osprey from uh, from England. The uh, the Death Valley Driver on the uh, on the apron. Oh yeah. That was directly from that match, which is also excellent, which you'll you'll need to check out sometime. But yeah, um, this whole match was really good. I felt it had a good intensity the whole time through. Um, it's not, like I said, not the best Nakamura match we've seen, but it's probably the best Aries match we've seen so far. Oh. Um, I'm going to give this one a 4.5. It was, it was really good. It, it was not five stars, but it was, it, if they'd have had maybe a little bit more time or more of a big fight feel, cause I didn't get that from this. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, the thing that stood out to me, um, more than anything was the crowd singing Nakamura's That theme was song. so cool. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I've never seen that happen before. That's really <laughs> cool. Uh, whenever Nakamura comes in, he's got a great entrance anyway, great entrance music. Then it cuts off. They're about to wrestle. They're locking up, and the crowd is still singing Nakamura's theme song. They do it a couple of times, actually. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. That was actually my favorite part of the match. I was, I got goosebumps when that <laughs> yeah um, I, that happened. Me too. Um, but I didn't think the match started out the same way um, the last one did, where it was kind of like right you know right that away. Electric yeah, kind of feeling yeah. Um, it was a and it, there match, was but... yeah, there was a couple moments at the beginning where they were kind of I think feeling each other out, and the, and there was some some lockups and some holes where they just didn't quite lock up enough. Like right. it, it, it wasn't like a solid lockup. So yeah. there was a couple parts that kind of, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it just didn't feel as polished to me as, as some of the other Nakamura matches that I've seen. But I'll agree um, with you on that one. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it was, it was, I don't think it was the match of the night. I hate to say that, but you know, Every, every maybe every Nakamura match is good, but every Nakamura match can't be five stars. So this was for me a four and a half. What do you give it? I'm gonna say four. Four, okay. Still good, no no doubt good, but um, just Aries just doesn't connect for you. I like Aries, but I have to agree this was not the best match that Nakamura's ever put on. So we'll uh, we'll see what comes out of this feud. I think it might be uh, one of those that we don't see the last of. So see yeah. Oh, also. I wanted to point out there was a somebody in the crowd oh, doing some. Okay, yes, um, that was Neville. They pointed that out. He is, I don't. He may have been the first or the second. He he's an NXT champion, and uh, and he's been hurt recently. He he got promoted to the main roster maybe last year sometime, and he's he's an excellent wrestler, but he's been hurt. So. Oh, but, um, actually, <laughs> I was um. The person I was speaking of was a fan that was wearing Nakamura cosplay, and I thought that was hilarious. I missed that. I didn't see that. I'll yeah, you might have to go back. back cause, yeah, it was like he was a white guy, and he had <laughs> um, an, like a, a wig mm-hmm. 
long haired wig on and he had the black mouthpiece. Right. His full costume was like Nakamura and he was doing his poses and that I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, there's definitely like something great about about him. You know, that that yeah. even if he can't deliver the best English promo <laughs> Yeah. He's he's got the this charisma that just will not stop. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it's always fun to watch him in the ring no matter if it's talking or or wrestling. And and the crowd identifies with that, you can tell. Um so when we get to Neville, I won't have to explain Neville because that's who he is and you know that by oh. now. I think he, I think that was in the uh championship match now that I think about it. Um but now I'll have to look that and see the cosplayer again. Now, is yeah, it at, is it at this point we get the backstage segment with William Regal? Let's see. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Backstage segment with William Regal. He's talking about, you know, the event of tonight. And he sees a person walk into his office. Uh, and the commentators make mention of who it is. It's Bobby Roode, who I don't know if you know who Bobby Roode is. He's a former NXT. Uh, I mean, not NXT, a former TNA wrestler. And he is definitely one of the more talented free agents out there huh. and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they can do with him so it's going to be interesting to see um, what happens with that alright so we had that and then that brings us to the uh, the next match is the women's championship match with Asuka the champion against Nia Jax now this is the first time you've seen Nia Jax yes yes correct and I was uh a little bit um, taken aback, as most of my uh, women's wrestling that I've seen has been on the smaller variety. Um, right. Yeah, she is um, quite large. <laughs> um, she's actually another one of the family of The Rock, related to The Rock. Oh, dang. Because there's like 75 of them now. And so... <laughs> The Rock, the the Rock's family is like the Wayans, the Wayans family of wrestling, <laughs> in that there's 75 of them, and yeah. but uh, they can all wrestle. Um, the story of this match uh, is Nia Jax is big, Oscar's small but can hit really hard. It's your basic David and Goliath match. Um, and what's crazy is like every Oscar match I've seen before this, she's been like larger than the opponent, just like a buzzsaw. And- yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was cool to see the tables turned on that. Yeah. Um I will say this uh not everybody is 100% where they're going to end up as, you know, as far as talent goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case with Nia Jax. I have no doubt she's going to be great, but she's got a little bit of ways to go. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit clumsy in the ring. Uh her moves don't really flow as well from one to the other. Yeah. So I looked forward to seeing her develop because she she has the talent you can tell, but um, just some of the pieces are missing and they'll get there eventually I'm sure. Um, I really liked that Oscar really for the first time looked like she was in trouble here. Yeah. I mean I think we all knew the outcome. I didn't I didn't for a second think she was going to win uh, that uh, Nia Jax was going to win this match, but um, it it was a good match overall. Um, both both people, I think, ended up looking good. Made Nia Jax look strong. Made Asuka look like the scrappy champion that wouldn't give in, no matter the adversity. Uh, did pretty much everything you can do with with 
these two characters and, and the difference in size. Um, and I'm, I'm going to give this one a three and a half. Yeah, this one, um, I'm going to give it a three. And Asuka's probably my favorite women's wrestler. Um, so I have a favorite Japanese male wrestler and a favorite <laughs> Japanese female wrestler. Um, but, I see a pattern. Yeah, this, <laughs> um, this one was not my favorite of the of the night either. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna. We're not saying we're not saying it was bad, folks. We're just yeah. saying that it wasn't the best of the night. A bad for me would be a one or a two. Yeah. Three for me is it was good, but it was not great. Right. Yeah, and so I think, like I said, I don't know if we've seen the last of this feud or not, but I am interested to see Nia Jax develop more. I do think eventually she will have the title. But I don't know how long that will be from now. Yeah, I'd like to see her in one of those, like the triple threat match that we saw um, for the women's title. Was that at Dallas or was that? It was at Mania, WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see Nia Jackson, something like that. Um, That would be cool. I agree. Yeah. Um, Plus, it gives you a little bit of contrast that you wouldn't otherwise have. You know, uh, you don't have the, quote, monster character yeah. usually in women's matches you had uh, uh awesome kong in tna who was then known as karma in wwe um she she filled that role but and and china did back in the 90s mm-hmm. but really nobody has filled that role since then so it's going to be interesting to see where her character develops yep all right moving on to in my opinion uh, the the main event first of all but in my opinion match of the night um Finn Balor versus the champion Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship in a steel cage. Yeah. Oh, and I I wanted to um, make a little correction. I messed up earlier. Um, it was before this match that we, the real William Regal uh, segment played. Okay. Okay. Yep. So um, I really liked the paint. <laughs> Finn Balor's, oh yeah. Finn Balor's uh, attire or ring uh, body paint. This match. Yeah. Uh, the black and white color scheme was pretty cool, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samoa Joe is just always awesome, no matter what, pretty much. And so it's it was it's always fun to see him. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. This, yeah. These are two of my favorite wrestlers right here, though. Um, I would say three of my top five were on this show tonight. So yeah. um, it's always good to see that. This match was the match that we all wanted to get out of Dallas. Yeah. And, and I, I liked the intensity, the back and forth, the sort of brutal nature of this match. I think, um, I don't know if if this is something that just I noticed, but I wanted to get your thoughts on it too. I really like the way this match was shot. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, from from an actual, you know, visual standpoint, yeah. outside the cage, they had these dynamic sort of fly-by shots that looked like a uh, a replay kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yep. And and I really like that kind of contrast uh, in how it usually looks, where it it looks like a normal wrestling match. This didn't look like that, and it did have a big fight feel to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious what you thought about the match. Yeah. Um, the more I see Samoa Joe, the more I like him. Um, his uh, his style is is something that that captures me and and. Um, a lot of his move set and the things that he does in the ring, um, especially his finisher, um, are all things that kind of 
draw me to him. And I think, yeah, this was probably the yeah my match of the night as well. Um, both put in you know great work in this one, and it was just an enjoyable match. Right. Yeah. I, I think, like I said, this is the match that we all wanted from Dallas, and I think it's. I think Balor lost, and this is the first time he's lost in that sort of demon uh, gimmick that he does. Oh, and yeah. I think that's because mm-hmm. we're seeing him soon. Oh. And I think he'll be called up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so, anyway. <clears throat> I could see it. You know, a lot of these, these guys, like, it's, you can just see the talent. You can see it. It's like they... They belong at the next level. It, it's um, I, a lot of these guys that you're saying that you're you're thinking we're going to see them come up. I can see all of them already in the right. in the WWE, and, and um, they would fit right in. There's nothing that's like out of place or like oh this guy shouldn't have been there. But I agree. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'd like to see that as well. So, um, like I said, match of the night here. Intensity is off the scale. Both men put on a fantastic performance. Uh, if I give the Nakamura Aries match a four and a half out of five, I got to give this one a five out of five. It's that much better. Uh, tonight they had match of the night for me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a four and a half. Four and a half for you? Okay, that's that's yes. perfectly fair. Um, overall, I will say, and it, it could be just because. This wasn't WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm. and it was at Full Sail University, where they usually tape NXT. Oh, okay. um, it wasn't like abroad or anything. This didn't have as big a feel as as TakeOver Dallas did, mm-hmm. but that could yep. be because you're not debuting Austin Aries, and you're not debuting Shinsuke Nakamura, and you're mm-hmm. not having Sami Zayn's last match in the NXT. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. So, I, I mean, with what they had, I think this is the best show at this point they can put on now. They did advertise during the show that the next TakeOver will be a return to Brooklyn, uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, basically, and it's going to be around the same time as SummerSlam. So uh, I think the next TakeOver is actually in August, and so we won't have to wait three months. We're only going to have to wait a couple of months oh, yeah. uh, for that. So in August, you'll get not only a TakeOver show, but also the SummerSlam show from us. Um, but overall... I guess I'd have to give this this card a solid four out of five. There was nothing bad here. That's the cool thing. Yeah. There was nothing bad. There was nothing I wanted to fast forward through. Um, everything was compelling. Uh, I would say, like I said, match of the night, Joe and and, uh, and Balor. Second place would be American Alpha and Revival. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see American Alpha and Finn Balor called up, particularly with, I don't know if you've been watching Raw, but uh, what's been going on with AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, the club. Uh, Finn Balor was the originator of the Bullet Club in Japan. He may come in and do something. I don't know, but I think we'll oh. see him soon. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, yeah, for me, it was, like you said, didn't equal Dallas. Um, it had that kind of lower feel to it, not like a big event feel, but um, still solid all the way around, mm-hmm. nothing bad, um, but it wasn't like my favorite one that we've talked right. about so far. It, so. it wasn't worse; it was just low key. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, um, 
did a few things right, introduced new guys, uh, gave us an opportunity to possibly move some new guys on, uh, sets the table for the next uh, takeover, which will be in Brooklyn, which will be a crazy crowd. That will have a big a big game feel. Yeah, because uh, it sure did last time they went, uh, and so I'm I'm eager to see that. I'm eager to see WrestleMania, and I'm also eager in July to do our uh, draft show. What I want to do on that one, just to give you guys a preview, is I want to get you know the roster that we have in place, and I'm going to include NXT, and I want us to do a fantasy draft of one of us building a a, a competitive Raw and one of us building a competitive SmackDown. And I want to see what we think would be a good you know, way to do that. And we'll do that sometime in July, either before or after the actual draft. And we'll see what WWE is going to look like coming out of that. Because it's, it's going to be completely different from show to show. Hmm. So I'm, I'm eager to see that as well. Yeah. But uh, I think that's all we've got for tonight. We thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. At CNE Podcast, like us on Facebook, and email us at cnepodcast at gmail.com. If you have agreement, disagreement, questions, anything, harassment, we'll take harassment at this point. Uh, we thank you for listening. For Justin Vector, I'm Chris Eaton. Good night, everybody. <laughs>